Hey, thanks for listening to the High Impact Man podcast. This week, we have Dark Helmet from F3 Nation. He was on the podcast previously and one of my personal favorite episodes. Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope. Gosh, seek transformational relationships. What you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is. Stop being less. To help others become the virtuous leaders they are called to be and that our nation desperately needs. Well, welcome to another episode of the High Impact Man podcast. This is season two, episode 11, right? I believe so. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's and, correct. And, we, and Dial-Up just told me that right before I went on the air. So um, it's, uh, it's I, otherwise I would not know that. <laughs> we but could do trivia. Know, we could say like, okay, and our guest this week is a repeat guest. Right. Who was season one, episode 12. We could, but we, we do a little intro before the intro now and they would know. They would know? Yeah. You think they all of them out there? Okay. Uh, so listen, I was uh, about an hour ago before we sat down to record this. I was fl- flipping through TikTok mindlessly. So, uh, and what do I come across? Which I've never ever come across, but Simon and Garfunkel singing, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." I won't bore you with the rest of that, but <laughs> just so happens our guest today is the one and only Dark Helmet. Uh, Frank Schwartz, he's the president of F3. He's known by many names. He's got Dark Helmet. He's got Darkest of All. He's got Doa. Uh, maybe just plain darkness. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, we'll uh, you know, I, I got to ask you, though. So what do your guys call you in, you know, at the AO when you're out there working out? What do they call you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, typically, they'll call me, a lot of guys call me DH. Uh, some just call me Helmet. Um, so, yeah, yeah I some w- call me things that I can't really repeat. You know, <laughs> I, think I, I think I would naturally just say helmet. So that's yeah. probably what I'll do. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue. I think helmet is probably the, the the most common amongst the the you know the regular pack that I work out with. Yeah, got it. All right, well, fans, uh, my name is Nevin Gorky. I'm your host. I'm known as Dfib in the Gloom. I'm joined as always by Troy Klinger, known as Dial Up in the Gloom. Uh, Dial Up, this is a first for us. First, having a repeat guest. Ooh. They both. Oh, I thought it was you. Both had your clothes on at the same time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no one could see this podcast. Not yeah, yet. I was anyway. We had someone else on a second time, but we had same guy two episodes. Well, yeah, we had uh, Dane Igley, but he was. We recorded them all in one sitting. Yeah. We just had. He, oh, it was a three-hour recording, so we had a. Split oh my goodness! Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't caught that one, that guy's amazing. But he's anyway, a, he was uh, in town this week. He was back from. He was. Middle I East. saw him at church. church. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he talked to him. He's all over the place. All right. Well, uh, so helmet, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks. I'm so honored to be the the, the first repeat, the first repeat offender or guest, yeah. as it may be. Um, I'll try and be as offensive as possible. <laughs> You'll have an offender. Have at it, man. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we've we've had Dark Helmet on before. It turns out it's almost exactly 52 weeks ago because yep. he was episode 12 of our first year. And now he's episode 11 of our second year. Yeah. Right. So that would be 51 weeks apart if I'm doing my, my it math. It feels correctly. like yesterday. Yes. Feels like just yesterday. It does. It does. Hey, I got to ask you a question. We interviewed, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think it was slow pitch. <laughs> we do this every, every week. What's that? I think it was. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, that's cause I'm, I'm old and forgetful. Yeah. Uh, slow pitch. Does slow pitch work out with you? Uh, slow pitch, slow pitch. Uh, in Rock Hill, maybe. 
Uh, yeah, maybe. I, was it slow pitch? Anyway, <laughs> one of the guys we interviewed, I've asked him multiple times to go mess your hair up at a workout, but he hasn't done it yet, to my knowledge. Oh, yeah. That's because he doesn't want to lose a finger. <laughs> that's, a da- that's a dangerous task <laughs> to take on that. Probably why he didn't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, so, uh, you know, our mission, as everybody that listens to us knows, our mission is to bring men on to tell their stories, to encourage, motivate, and inspire uh, other men to be more virtuous leaders. Uh, since we've already done that, with helmet before he's told his story. Um, now what we're going to do, we're going to do some catching up, see what he's been up to for the last year. Um, but we're also going to dive into some leadership stuff to ask him questions and pick his brain about leadership. So, so helmet, tell us what you've been up to. Oh man. So, I mean, obviously I have continued to uh, serve as the president of F3 and the nation is strong and growing. Um, continue to get just, request after request after request uh, of men wanting to either start it where they are uh, or letting us know, Hey, I'm moving to, you know, X, Y, or Z place where F3 is not and want to start it there. And so we continue to just uh, to expand and to grow. Um, if you, if you happen to see the, the website or the annual report recently, then you saw that, you know, we're up over 3,500 uh, or so workouts. Now mm-hmm. we're in, I think if not 48, then it's 49 or so of the, the, the 50 states uh we're in like 13 countries now i i, I went ahead and bought my thailand shirt nice who knew <laughs> who right. knew yeah i, I haven't like, seen crap. the thailand shirt they have like a big walk on it or you know what do i think of thailand? no it's got like a an elephant and like oh, elephant yeah architecture and uh yeah cool uh i got it because it was thailand uh, i didn't really pay attention to logo that much i was just like holy crap yeah can't believe it can't believe it and uh and that's, you know, to me, that's the beautiful thing about all this, right, is that it, it requires nothing uh, of us at the, at the quote-unquote national level, right? It yeah. just requires a, little, a man with a little bit of an individual initiative and, and uh, the stones to, you know, step out on his own and get it going, uh, be that dancing idiot on the hill, right? Yes, absolutely. I got uh, to, to expand on that a little bit or to add to that, I had been contacted Banjo, our man Banjo from Carolina, he uh, put me in touch with a man, his name is Mike Bauer, who is in northern Jersey, heard about F3. I forget how he reached out to people, but um, anyway, he put me in touch with him to, to try to give him a little bit of consulting on how to get started and plan a shovel flag. And I talked yeah. to him, I probably didn't tell you this dial-up, but I talked to him about three weeks ago, and he hasn't called me back, so... I don't know what's going to happen there, so we'll see. And there's okay, some- either you did, you probably did an amazing job, and he has no more questions, and he's ready to <laughs> take on the world. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Flag's already planted. Yeah, he asked me one of those questions, like, "Why can't I do something like this on my own? Why do I have to be F three? So, um, what what was your answer? My answer was that first of all, if you're going to do something like it, you might as well just why reinvent the wheel. Second of all. Uh, the real beauty of being involved uh, in F3 that instead of starting your own thing is that you have this network. You have this national yeah. network of guys that you can uh, communicate with, bounce ideas off of, uh, coordinate things like Iron Packs Challenge and the May Challenge and, you know, those kinds of things. And, you know, all these different exercises and workouts you can do and you can find out all the, all the charitable things that are going on that you can get involved with. So um, anyway, that was my answer to him. I hope that was a, a good answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's a great answer. I mean, my answer usually when guys say something like that is, uh, you know, they're like, well, what do I need F3 for? I'm like, you don't. Right. I mean, you don't. You could start something like this all on your own if you wanted to. By all means, go right ahead. In fact, there have been guys, plenty of guys, I say plenty, a, a small number, not a huge number, but a number of guys who have said, you know, I don't like this about F3 or I think you guys are doing this wrong or helmet, you're a jerk or, you know, whatever. I'm going to go start my own thing. And to a man, I've always said, sounds good. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's awesome. Like, in case you didn't know, 
our mission is not to expand F3, mm-hmm. right? Our mission is to invigorate male community leadership. So if you want to start a, what you perceive to be a competitive group, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Why would I care? Like, why would that bother me in the least? You're fulfilling the mission, right? right? right. You're doing exactly what we hope that you would do, which is lead in your community. If you want to do that in a different way than us, great. As long as it's not illegal or immoral, we won't fight you very hard, right? right? Yep. You, know, like, <laughs> you know, but I would also say that not quite to a man, but almost to a man, every one of those guys that has decided to, you know, thought they were going to bounce out on their own and, and leave us behind because we're, you know, whatever we are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they found problematic uh, has come back and said, yeah, so, I mean, maybe it'd be okay if we, you know, came in and we were F3, that'd be fine. I'm like, yeah, we know. It's, like, do what you want. Do right. what you want. We don't, we don't fight you. But, uh, but all we're really looking for is for, you know, for, for men to accelerate. So if you're doing something, any kind of organization, I don't care if it's even a workout organization. It doesn't matter to me. Right. Usually I'll just say to them, what resources do you need from us to make you successful? Oh, that's good. That's, I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, how can we help you do that? Because that's, that's what we do. We make you the best, whatever it is you think you are. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Um, so, uh, I know we were talking before we started recording, you, you, uh, changed your, your work, your mammon a little bit. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. So yeah, so I'm doing the F3 presidential things, which is, you know, obviously very taxing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a very uh, heavy <laughs> calendar. People, people call me all the time and need me. And no, it never happened. Um, but, uh, but also, yeah, I did, I did have a mammon switch. So, uh, for the last, hmm. 17 years or so, uh, I was running my own company, had my own uh, production business communications firm, just a little small firm. We served a lot of big clients, but one of our clients um, about a year and a half ago said, you know, I'd really love you to come and be on my team. And at the time, she was kind of recruiting me because she was like, she needed leadership on her marketing team. I said, look, I'm not really a great marketer. I'm not a marketer. I study that. I studied psychology. I don't know, you know, like, not really, that's not really what I do, but I'm happy to come lead. If you need me to come lead, I can lead. Mm-hmm. She was like, I really, I need somebody on our team that can, you know, that can be a leader. And so they kind of, you know, we talked around it and the comp wasn't quite there. And, you know, so kind of it fizzled away. They took on some private equity money and stuff. And so there's a lot of, uh, you know, just turmoil, I guess, or however you want to say it. Right. But nothing didn't, didn't quite work at that point. So we said, okay, uh, you know, set that aside. Don't really worry about it. Don't think about it. And then about the, a year after that, she came back to me and she said, okay, so turns out what we actually need now is we had this big workplace survey. The, the board has decided that we really need to focus on our internal communications and our culture. Mm. And I said, well, I know what I think that means. Why don't you tell me what you think that means? And, you know, after explaining it, she was like, and I know you're the guy to come fix it. And I said, well, you know, that's not really what I've done in my professional life. And she says, no, 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 no. Your communication stuff is fine. We're, that, that's all great. But I'd been talking to her all along because her husband is a, a consummate sad clown. Mm. Uh, but I'd been talking to her all along about F3 and talking to her about the leadership principles, the stupid things that we do, you know, and as far as like grow rucks and stuff like that. And so that's, that actually is why she sold me to the executive leadership and why she came to me and said, look, no, no, I need you to come do what you do for F3. I need you to come do that here in the company, like, and build our culture and help us to, you know, get on mission. And I mean, they were a 30 year old company, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't have a mission, a vision and value statements like yeah. written down anywhere. Wow. I'm like, how, how have you survived this long? Like, <laughs> we're really good salespeople. Okay, good. Well, I think we can take this to the next level. Right. So, you know, they, they pulled me in and, and been doing that in the last six months and um, so having some fun, man. I, I tell everybody all the time, I get to go to a job 
and play F3. Right. <laughs> and like they don't even know what's happening to them. I just tell them, you know, like, uh-huh. you know, uh, it's, it's great. It's great. So it's been really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, so I did it backwards, I guess. Defib. I, I, most guys, you know, work someplace for 20 years and they're like, I can't take this anymore. And then they, you know, venture out on their own. And instead yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm on my own. And then I'm like, I can't take this anymore. I want to go work for someone. <laughs> so yeah. do yeah. the employees enjoy showing up at like 5 a.m. to do a workout before they start work? <laughs> okay, so we haven't quite gotten there yet, D-Pad, but uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's coming. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and you get you sent some kids off to college, right? That's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we shot our oldest off. She went to BYU-Idaho, mm-hmm. which is way out there. Um, that's uh, So I... Provo is their main campus, but then they've got a, a one in Idaho and one in Hawaii. And uh, mm. Hawaii wasn't an option for her uh, because I don't know if you've ever seen what it costs to live in Hawaii, but it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so she went up to Idaho and and she finished her first year and um, she's she's loving life. And then we got a, a our middle is a rising senior. She'll be done here and I don't know by the time this plays, she may already be done. I don't know, but uh, you know. At the time of recording, she's got about three, I guess, three weeks left or so. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, May 8th, and I don't know. When's it going to drop? About a month three, from now? Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, three weeks from now. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, she'll she'll be uh, she'll be finished with her junior year, headed off to senior year, and she's probably going to go where her sister went for college. And so yeah. they got that all figured out. Well, that makes things life a little bit easier for you. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially since uh, it's very inexpensive to go to, to those schools, which is good. Really? Yeah. I, well, you know, I... Dial up experience it later than me, but we both sent off our kids, our first and you know our last kids to college, and it's it's a different it's a different thing, man. For me, my wife had to get a dog because she needed to nurture something. The kids were gone six hours away to college, and I wasn't working out as far as nurturing me, so she she had to get a dog. So too I, difficult to nurture. That's right. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm recalcitrant. He's still peeing in the house and chewing up the furniture. <laughs> I told you to do it on the paper. Hey, listen, you, you hit your lit. You'll be there. <laughs> That's true. Time will come. Yeah, didn't you say? Uh, so you're not denying it. Yeah, 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 last, week. last week he turned yeah. respect category. That's yeah. right. He's already uh, forgetful. What? What? <laughs> Where am I? Who is it? Right. Uh, All right. So uh, I want to I want to venture into these questions on leadership with you. Um, I'm going to talk to you about. You mentioned mission statement, and one of the questions I have, because I had done this um, b- before I joined F3, I did, when I was teaching a Sunday school class, I I, I had my Sunday, blah, blah, Sunday school class, it was adults, do this uh, experiment, not experiment, but exercise for themselves, and um, and I'm just curious if you have one, like, so we have mission statements for the work we go to, the place of organizations we talk about have mission statements, but how about a personal mission statement for your life? Do you have one of those? Yeah, I, I tend to think of it, uh, the way that I talk about it with guys a lot is that, you know, look, we're going to have different statements about different missions that we're going to have at different times in our lives. Yeah. Right? Some guys get really twisted up and they're like, well, you know, my mission right now is to raise my kids. And I don't really think that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. But at some point that's over. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you have to have some way, you know, some, some North star to point to and say, this is how I'm going to raise my, right. these are, you know, this is the ultimate purpose that I have in life. Mm-hmm. And that, that colors how I do everything else that I do in life. Right. Yeah. So I tend to talk of it in terms of personal purpose, yeah. you know, uh, versus a, a specific mission or a specific task that, because those things I tend to be finite. 
right? Mm-hmm. I believe my personal purpose is what I was put here to do and what I'm going to do even after I'm not here anymore. Yes. Right. Okay. That, hopefully that lives on in the legacy and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So for me, that was <clears throat> one of those things early on in F3, I really became enamored with this idea of B2X. Mm-hmm. Like that really appealed to me. And I really thought, you know, that there's something to that. There's something to this idea that I, I, me, Frank Schwartz, I'm not just some guy, some cog in the wheel, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not just part of the machine. Like there's some personal reason, a purpose for which I was put here. Yes. And, you know, and I talked to guys too about the fact that, look, we all share a universal purpose together, right? We all have the same exact universal purpose and that is to love God and serve others. Right. Right. And that's the first and great. Mm-hmm. Right, the two, the two the two big commandments, the right? Top two, yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, love God, love your neighbor as yourself, right? Yep. So those those are the big two, right? So th- that's everybody's universal purpose, but the part that I play within that, uh, you know, mine is different than yours is different than than dialogues, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's just the way it is. So for me, you know, if you're asking, uh, my, I believe that my personal purpose, the reason my feet hit the floor every morning, right, is that I am to inspire and equip men to overcome their self-limiting beliefs in order to discover their personal purpose Mm -hmm. and be maximally effective in their areas of influence. That is what I say every day. That's, that is my purpose. That is the reason I'm alive. Right. Mm -hmm. So some guys are better at teaching than others. Some guys are better at, at, uh, you know, I don't know, hockey, whatever it is, whatever their thing is, right. That, that, you know, that they're better at, right. For me, uh, I found that, that I do best, when I'm trying to inspire men and trying to equip them with tools that they need to, to get rid of those things that keep them from being the men they're supposed to be. Yeah. To stop being less. Yeah. Essentially. I, I heard that somewhere, did, did like maybe you, even yeah, in I the know, intro. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I think I heard that voice before. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's essentially it, right? That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. That's a great answer, man. Um, all right. So now the, I know we're kind of, this is almost like a, a stone skipping across the pond rather than diving deep into, like we could dive deeper into developing your purpose and stuff. But sure. um, my, my goal today is to kind of get um, a little bit about each thing. So next question for you is, what is, what do you think is the most important or cop, couple most important um, qualities or attributes of a leader? Mm. That's a good question. So if you, if you kind of, if you look at QSource, yeah. right? We would say that you need to have both the skills of leadership and you'd also need to have the attributes of leadership, right? You you need both of those things. Um, But if you, if the question was kind of the two things that I think a guy needs more than anything else, uh, I think he needs um, humility. Mm -hmm. uh, And and when I say humility, I kind of lump in there sort of submission to something bigger than himself. Right. Right. I think he needs that. And I think he needs willingness, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of guys who are, who are very able, uh, who aren't very willing. There's a lot of guys who might be willing, but they're not very able. But I think willingness trumps ability mm-hmm. um, because I think you can get information, you can get taught. Um, but if you're willing to submit yourself to the greater good, um, I think that's probably the single most important thing that you could do as a leader. Nice. Yeah, and that makes yeah. you, I mean, you gotta, you got to love the people you lead. And it takes, yeah. takes humility to do that. That's not a great answer, man. Not that I would expect anything less, less, but you know, it's, it might be, <laughs> might be different for different guys and you know, different guys might answer that question, you know, differently, obviously, but uh, I would think when I was, when I was directing a residency program for a uh, surgical residency program, I tried to teach them leadership skills and I would ask that question. It was part of a, a, an exercise for people to 
kind of start thinking about leadership and how they would lead. I wanted people to go out there and not just be able to do surgery, but to be to be leaders. So um, anyway, that's good. I stuff. mean, well, you know, you say that, but like, yes, you wanted to do surgery, but there. Uh, it's funny, Dred and I used to talk about it sometimes uh, when it was on the podcast, just you know, uh, in, in chatting with one another, and, and we would say, look, everything, everything is leadership. Yeah, plumbing is leadership. Right, carpet cleaning is leadership. Everything is leadership because it, it, that's where it all rises and falls. You know, whether things actually are going to get done or not, or get done in a way that actually moves the ball forward, you know, and advances anyone's personal mission or a company mission or society as a whole. Yeah. Right, it's going to take leadership. So whether that person's a plumber, or, a, or as we would say, oftentimes like you know a, a butcher, a baker, or a candlestick maker, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. Right, everything's leadership. Uh, next question is what uh, What are you doing for yourself to improve as a leader? Like, what are some things you do? What books you read? Where do you learn? And how how are you going about improving in that area? That's a great question. Uh, I just do workouts. That's all I do. And I get better and better all the time. <laughs> but except for man makers, we established that before we went on the air. Well, I don't That's know if right, you yeah. do them, but I don't do them anymore. I'll do them, but uh, I, I won't do them with a smile. I'll do them grudgingly. How about that? <laughs> right. um, no, I, uh, so for me, I, I've kind of always been a little bit of a, a, a self-improvement, you know, personal improvement, kind of a junkie uh, mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, I've given up on a number of different practices I used to have that I, that were a lot of, um, you know, intellectual kind of stuff where it was like, oh yeah, you know, you read, you know, read a bunch of stuff or, you know, watch a lot of podcasts or, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing or whatever it might be. Um, so I've gotten away from some of that kind of stuff because I found that I wasn't really doing a lot. Yeah. I was just thinking a lot. Um, and that's not necessarily very helpful. Um, so for me, I mean, obviously I get a, a, some great opportunity to continue to practice leadership. Um, and I think that's really the biggest way that you can improve is to continue to practice, right? Yeah. Is, uh, is to go through what, what we would sort of call our leader development process in F3, right? Yeah. Is you, you get a little schooling. So that may be reading books or podcasts or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sitting at the feet of mentors um, or, you know, whatever that, that schooling may be, right? But then you've got to let someone come beside you and show you what to do. And then you've got to exercise the opportunities and, and fail. Mm-hmm. That's, those are the things that you have to do, right? Right. So I, most of my leadership training comes from doing it poorly and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then adjusting, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, but I will tell you just from a practical standpoint, uh, books that I'm reading right now or that I have read recently, I just finished. Um, so there was a, the guy who wrote the starfish and the spider, Ori Brothman. Yeah. I heard you interview him uh, recently. Yeah. So good guy. So smart. And yeah. He, uh, he just released a book uh, called Radical Inclusion. Um, and it's not as uh, woke and, and stuff as you might think it is. Uh, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's actually written. He co-wrote it with uh, somebody who was the former head of the Joint Chiefs. Mm. Um, and uh, just talks about the fact that kind of building a team like we do in F3, mm-hmm. right? Where we say, look, A, all men are welcome. You know, that's number one, right? But also finding ways to recruit and to listen to uh, opinions that are opposite of yours in order to have better leadership, mm-hmm. right? So that's a book I finished recently. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I read a fair amount, uh, not a ton, um, probably not as much as, as some guys do, or, or maybe even as much as I get credit for. Um, but I, I read a fair amount and, and get stuff that way. I listen to a few podcasts, not very many, uh, but like I said, most, most of the things that I do to continue to develop my leadership are to, to emulate other leaders that I admire. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch them act. And I, I study what they do and try to try to emulate that. Yeah. 
Along the lines of, of leadership opportunities, did, do I remember correctly, did you do a Grow Ruck not too long ago, like in the last year? Uh, the last one I attempted uh, was in, I want to say it was Plainfield, Illinois, I think, and it was last year. It was last yeah, year. Yeah, it was last year. Okay. Yep. I think it was since, since we had you on. I'm just curious, like, what, what's, what's, that, what's that like being just one of the guys, right, going through it versus, the like, law. the role that you've played in the past, right, where you're, you're so, the guy doing Facebook Live and, like, you right. know, hyping it all up yeah. and everything. What, what was that like? So I've done probably, I don't even know, uh, a dozen-plus grow rucks uh, over time, right? Um, and when I had knee surgery, I couldn't go into the log anymore. So I would, I did, I did all the, the stupid stuff, you know, outside of that. Right. Um, but yeah, so I would do like training, you know, so you would go and do the grow school in the morning and, you know, the Friday night activities, lead the workout in the morning, that kind of stuff. And then when ruck time came, it was, it was you just get right out of the log, just like everybody else. Um, and it sucks because, you know, uh, a grow ruck sucks. That's <laughs> they're very very hard right but it's also it's extra hard uh sometimes after you've done a number of them because you're like um they're they're structured a certain way yeah. right and, and so that's part of it and also human beings especially men in our age bracket right are wonderfully predictable uh creatures right you could almost tell what time it was uh in the morning based on uh, every how everyone's breaking down and <laughs> how uh, crappy everyone's mood is getting and how the teamwork is just going out the window, right? Uh, you can be like, oh, it's about two thirty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. sure, you know, because uh, it all it always seems to happen right around the same you know periods of time. And, uh-huh. and um, so yeah, it's it's always interesting to be in those positions because one of the things we're asked to do actually, since you know we've done it a bunch and we train on it and that sort of thing, is we we're not supposed to help a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not supposed to give a lot of tips. You know, and like help them out. We're supposed to like kind of let them figure it out and suffer. Like a mole, uh, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. So a lot of times, you like Slaughter and I would be would be there doing these things, and we would look back at each other and be like, oh. <laughs> you know, we all we both know that if they would just do you know X, Y, or Z uh-huh. thing, like their lives would be so much easier. And we'd look and be like should we just tell them tonight so we don't have to suffer? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll let them do it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, you know? okay. yeah. Learn the hard way, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know if there's another way to learn. Yeah. If I'm, uh, at least not for me. You know, some guys were, were good in school and, and learned stuff, you know, book learning and could apply it really well and that kind of thing. I, I was just never really good at that stuff. You know, like I did okay in school, I guess, but uh, it never really meant anything until I got out there and, and tried it and you know screwed it up and then had to fix it and, right and that kind of thing so yeah yeah i told yeah. my I, I said this before but I, I used to tell my kids true wisdom is not having to learn the hard way yeah unfortunately that's the best way we learn <laughs> that's right the one i love there's a, a book that i i got called the uh, cowboy wisdom mm-hmm. um it's, it's these funny little quips and one of them says you know good judgment comes from experience <laughs> right uh-huh. And most of that comes from bad judgment. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, you, you were talking about like the books you re- you're, uh, you're reading in the most recent book. I just quick story. We, we, my family, and I went down to Florida and on the way back, getting on the airplane in Tampa where we, mm-hmm. you know, we landed in Tampa and then we left from Tampa. Well, I see this guy that now I'm next to, I saw him getting, he sat next near us on the way down and he kind of stood out because he was a really fit guy, big, huge arms. Uh, and, but, uh, and, just the, the kind of you, a guy that doesn't blend in with the crowd. Right. Just a, really. Right. And, uh, and I saw him 
uh, in the airport before we boarded the plane to come home. And he had a short sleeve shirt on, but on the underneath, sticking out of the bottom of the sleeve was a tattoo he had in his upper arm, the bottom of the tattoo, and it said Sua Sponte. Huh? And I said, I said, were you a ranger? Sua Sponte. He said, yeah. And he picks his shirt, his shirt sleeve up and it said, you know, ranger. And so I, I said, uh, I said, yeah, I, you know, I told him about F3 and I told him about dreading his book and all that stuff. And he said, Oh, well I got a, f- a good friend of mine, uh, from the Rangers wrote a leadership book called warrior leadership. I, I, I feel badly cause I'm not going to remember the author's name now, but anyway, um, I think I'm going to finish reading this book and I'm going to call that guy to come on the podcast. But yeah, it was there pretty cool. Cause I see this guy is Suis Bonte and, and that's awesome. Yeah. And he said, I, fr- I somehow, I didn't say that. I, I don't know how it came up, but I said something like, Oh yeah, I, you, you were on the plane coming Oh, I said, I'll see you in the hangar. He goes, we're going on the same plane. I said, yeah, you you flew down on the same plane. He goes, how'd you know that? I was like, well, you sat near. I don't want to say because your massive arms stuck out. That's what I'd be like, bro, look at you. You don't exactly fit in. <laughs> but he looked at me kind of funny, like, how'd you know that? Like, uh, well, I, you know, don't worry. <laughs> a little, a little cre- I'd be a little creepy if some guy was like yeah, that. I, know, right? I, know, right? <laughs> I find you very attractive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, no, no. It was, you know, just anybody else yeah, would have known the guy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right. So uh, to get back on this, uh, the leadership topic. So um, I'm curious. I want to I want to ask you about the nation as a whole, but but you personally, the region that you, you know, the AOs that you attend, the region yeah. that you're part of, how, and maybe this, maybe this isn't, well, you guys are open and honest. How well do you think they're accomplishing the mission How and in your region of invigorating male community leadership? That's a good, that's a good question. I would say, you know, um, I have been to very few regions across the country that are what I would consider dysfunctional, mm-hmm. you know, very, very few, very, very few where I'm like, Oh, you guys are this, this is a mess. We've mm-hmm. got to do some work here to clean this up. Right. For the most part, guys are, are getting it. You know why that is? That is because we only have five core principles, right? You know, <laughs> hard to it's pretty it tough to screw it up. Right, you yeah. know? Hard to break rules when so, we don't have any. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so how, as far as the, you know, so to, to let guys know, if they don't know, um, I live just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in, uh, in Fort Mill, just right over the, the border in South Carolina, Fort Mill, South Carolina. And we were an early, uh, break off, um, from, uh, from Charlotte. Right. So they came down to, I guess it was, it was probably from South Charlotte is where we, you know, like Metro is right in the middle. You know, that's the center. That's where, you know, Dredd started everything with, mm-hmm. uh, with OBT and those guys. And uh, so from there, it kind of, you know, bled down a little southward to, to South Charlotte and then it kind of hopped over the line. So um, we, we were within the first, I don't know, probably year and a half, two years of, of F3 existing, you know, uh, Fort Mill came to be, right? And we call it the fort. Mm-hmm. So I think the fort has been a very it's been an interesting thing because you know since it was an early plant um you know it has some of that legacy you know kind of some of those things that have, that have hung on right. but also it's, it's been pretty dynamic and and changed quite a bit you know uh over over time as well um but i think that you know you don't want to knock on the guys that you you work out with right mm-hmm. is there room for improvement of course there is of course there is mm-hmm. right? there's always room for improvement but on the whole we have a group of guys who I think could, you know, could we work out a little harder? Eh, maybe, you know, we, we kind of get picked on by, uh, by Metro as being like the soft, you know, <laughs> soft guys. We just stand around and talk a lot, you know, uh, but uh, we also, 
you know, we don't, we don't, uh, we actually do the reps. We pick on Metro because they skip reps, and they, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever they, it is to be first. Don't they leave the six behind right. sometimes too? <laughs> I'd rather not say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the rumors are. No, to be to be fair, now, uh, only a certain workout. All only right. a certain workout. If you show up at the wrong workout, you will get left behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, one hundred percent. I've and I've been there, right? Um, so no, generally speaking, it's you know F three is F three, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, are there things we can improve? Are there things we could change? Sure. But we've got a lot of guys who have started uh, nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, who you know, like we've got guys now. This is a great story. There's a guy here in the fort, um, and one down in Rock Hill, which is a little bit south of us, and. Uh, there's a homeless shelter, men's men's shelter down in, in Rock Hill, right? A little bit, a little bit south of us. And his name is Reborn. And Reborn, uh, as, as you may, you know, divine from his name, I, I believe was a recovering uh, alcoholic, right? And so he has a heart for these men. And so he started, um, and a number of different community groups do this, right? But he started serving uh, dinner, serving food uh, at this men's shelter once a month. Uh, and then he was like, hey, Fort Mill, you guys should get involved too. So we did, right? So guys are so there's a guy Poppins um, who uh, is in is in our region. He he helps out there. And then as time goes on, these guys start going. You know what these guys really need? Like the food is good, and that's wonderful, and we're certainly glad to help with that. These guys really need mentors. Yeah, these guys really need someone to pour into their lives and, and to be there for them, right? So what do they do? They take that whole third F, you know, deal that whole community leadership deal pretty seriously, and they lean in and, and they. I mean, it's not like just Hey man, do you want to try and mentor some guy? Maybe you could show up once in a while. Uh, uh-uh. it's like strict. It's like you will be at the place, you know, mm-hmm. this many times. You will go at least one of, you know, bah, bah, bah. like it's a whole, it's a set of requirements, and they expect you to commit, right? And so, but but guys are doing it, right? F three guys are leaning in and they're starting to help mentor these guys who are down on their luck, you know. Um, so I would say that on the whole, we we may, you know, we may get a little crap now and again for being a little second or third F heavy. Uh-huh. You know, from the guys who are way too first half heavy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? uh-huh. but, uh, but no, I, I, Fort Mill is doing well, Fort Mill is doing well. And I would say that they are a, a good reflection of most of the nation. Nice. You yeah. Know? It is. Oh, I was just saying, it's, you know, it's a group of suburban dads mm-hmm. who just want to be better men, you yeah. know, and are finding ways to live that out. Cool. Yeah. Yep. I was just curious, you know, it's always interesting to find how, how other regions are doing it and stuff. But I, so one thing that I started pretty early on was something we call feedback for the queue. It's basically mm. just after action report, but we do it immediately at the end of the workout in the circle of trust. Like before we, yeah, just everybody tells the queue, you know, what we think he could improve on what he did well, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I will say that, uh, because it wasn't as standardized and wasn't pushed as early on as, as you know, in our history, we probably still, uh, I feel like we're laggards in our, our, um, like our counting, counting of cadence and things yeah. like that. And sometimes I just cringe at workouts. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this is very bad. <laughs> I hope no one sees this. You know, I'm here. And I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't really, you know, we don't really get too hung up on that. We, we try to criticize. Yeah. I think it's more important that they're commanding. Yeah. Right. You know, just take command of the men and, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, yeah we don't, sure. we, we, you sure. know, we try to help, but it's, it's really interesting. Some guys just kind of lack rhythm, right? <laughs> Trying to, yeah, that's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. They just have, yeah, they, they, right. They just have trouble counting and, yeah. and, yeah. and rhythm, but they it, just cannot get it right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, some, but, but some guys that struggled early, like have, have figured it out. I mean, oh, it's, right, it's, right. they it's, stuck it's, with it and they learned. It, yeah. it served its purpose. But, uh, yeah, dude, some of the guys that have been coming for, 
two or three years now still can't freaking do jumping jacks. (laughs) Well, you know, the beauty of that is (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Um, But uh, again, not a core principle, but but all that stuff, that's the beauty of it though. Right. Whether they count well or they don't count well, or whether they call them jumping jacks or sky straddle hops. And you know, a guy this morning, uh, you know, we showed up to a workout and guided the site. You didn't have the shovel flag. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Oh, oh boy. boy. Not a core principle. Not a core principle. (laughs) That's right. You know, guys were like, you know, he, he was getting all twisted up. He's like, I, I, I failed in my duties. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what do you, that, that has zero to do with the workout. 20 burpees, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big punishment guy either. No, no. I don't, I don't do the, like, although in our region, I don't know if you guys have this uh, it's common uh, that I've noticed. Right. But if somebody says, that's what she said, <laughs> right. Or makes an inappropriate joke, they uh-huh. want to penalize you. They're like, Oh, it's 10 bomb jacks or something like that. <sighs> and uh, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, no, we don't do that either. I say that's what she said all the time, and then watch them do bomb jacks. <laughs> They're willing to punish themselves for what I do. That's fine right. if they want to do that, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, I, I, I messed up. What slope? Slope pitched out in Wisconsin area. He was, man, a great guy, uh, great inter- okay. It was, it was drop thrill. Oh, drop thrill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. yeah. He doesn't have the guts to mess up my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you hear that drop? Stuff. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. Oh well, yeah. Sorry, man. I mess up these names all the time. Drop throw. I got yeah. drop throw. Okay. Um, so, how I got as president of F three for people who don't know, and just from your personal uh, uh, take on it, or how you want to describe it, how would you describe your role as president of F three? Um. So, if you've read the book, right, the Starfish and the Spider, if you read that. Uh, you know, the, the idea is that a, a spider, if you cut its head off, it dies, right? But if you cut a starfish in half, it just grows two starfish, right? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of operate on this this decentralized uh, system, and we, we you know, try to be as starfishy as possible, mm-hmm. right? But if you read the book, the ultimate conclusion that Ori comes to is that really a hybrid model is probably best if you want scale. Right. And that's what we want. We want scale. Uh, and so we, we tried to add just enough spider, just enough centralization to be able to provide resources, mm-hmm. uh, you know, connect people and things like that to continue to kind of keep this drumbeat of going of, of the, the culture, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then let the rest kind of work itself out as it goes. Right. Yeah. If we didn't have any centralization, we wouldn't be able to do some of the things like we do, like with the foundation. You know, we've got to have some centralization so that you know the gear is, is yeah. reasonable. You know, things like that. Right. So just enough. So my job as president, um, and it's actually even kind of morphed, uh, even in just the you know whatever it is three or so years that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's morphed a little bit, but uh, I think my job is it's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of leading the leaders. It's a lot of, right. of being with the, the shared leadership team and helping them and giving them direction and answering questions and, and thinking kind of big thoughts, you know, big vision thoughts to kind of what are we doing next and what are we trying to get accomplished here? And, yeah. and, and that leads and, and drives a lot of how do we approach these things, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, things like Grow Ruck or, you know, sectors and, you know, all these different things that we kind of have in place now, right? is a lot of, a lot of my time is spent thinking about like, you know, are we, are we getting too centralized if we do it that way? 
You know, are we getting, you know, like, are we really living the mission out? Is that, is that mission critical or should we be dropping doing some of this right, stuff? You yeah. know, yeah, we, we could, you know, like we, we run ads on the podcast now, like as an example, right? Like that was the thing we were like, should we really do that? Like, yeah. is that a dumb idea? Then we're like, well, we're not really hurting anybody. People can skip them. You know, let's give it a shot. Right. Yeah. And it turns out it's not as profitable as you would have wanted. Um, <laughs> you know, like, we had this great dream. Where we were like, it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be amazing. The nation will have all this money. We can travel. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't pay very well. We're not that popular. It turns out we're not Joe Rogan. Like, we probably <laughs> right. um, you know, whatever. But, but it's so it's some of those kinds of decisions and some of those kinds of, uh, of thoughts. I think a lot of the other stuff that I spend time doing is, is living out my purpose, man. Yeah. I, I this just happens to be the vehicle right. for, for that right now. Right. Um, the thing that I try to do every day is go, well, I'm supposed to inspire and equip men, right, to overcome their mm-hmm. self-limiting beliefs, so that they can discover their personal purpose and be maximally effective in their areas of influence. Their areas of influence, as it relates to F3, is you know at workouts and maybe their nantans or right. you know their their area cues or sector cues, something like that, right? So, is inspiring those guys and giving them, you know, helping them to frame their thoughts about how they lead, yeah. right? That kind of stuff. And and there's a little bit of. Uh, you know, going on podcasts like this and and other ones, you know, and, and, and national ones and stuff trying to spread the words. There's a little of that slaughter says, I'm, uh, I'm the face of F3. And I'm like, well, then we are destined to fail, bro. (laughs) Like we get, we, we need a handsomer, smarter guy uh, in here. But, um, but that's, that's, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, that's good stuff. I, you know, uh, as Nantan and and I'll be handing that off to dial up here next, next month couple weeks nice. yeah. yeah it's time time for some new blood and he's gonna do great but i um i thought you know obviously we're not that big a region you know it's not not very populated area that's my excuse but we're not a very big region but um but i wanted i i thought i got to focus on my slt first and foremost um, yeah. i also reach out to guys all the time i mean you know i'm a constantly texting guys hey where you been haven't seen you you okay and different things like that but casting a vision trying to do that and then inspire the guys and uh so yeah i think you know especially in you i mean you're the president of the whole f3 nation you know you got to focus on the slt and get them out there that's great yeah yeah totally if, if we are in fact and we you know it's a little bit of a made-up number right uh, but if we are in fact in this kind of sixty-five thousand-ish or seventy, whatever the made-up number is right mm-hmm. now, right? Uh, if we really are in that neighborhood, obviously I can't, you know, I, I can't reach that. Right, right. There's no hope, right? So really, my job is to figure out how to how do we equip leaders with the information they need to to help them, you know. So that's that's what we spend a lot of time on. Yeah, we had and we recently had the Nantens got uh, a survey. It was a pretty, yeah. pretty extensive survey. That it was. We that's that's a GMO. Yeah. That's a GMO survey right there, boy. He, he's thorough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to, we, uh, I'm in contact with him. He's not ready yet because he's having some uh, family stuff, but uh, we're going to get him on the podcast. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah, and have him talk about that stuff. Um, because I, I got, I remember I got some results I saw, but I haven't, there might, is there a spot? I don't even know. Do we have a place where we have all the results or not? Uh, I know that they're out there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if they're shared with the with everybody or not. I don't know. Um, that's a Bada Bing question. Yeah, I have to ask, yeah. I have to ask Bada. But anyway, yeah. I don't, did I tell you about that dial-up? Nope. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I told Way you. To hand it off. I think. 
It was it was really good. It was a good survey. It took a while, but it was worth doing. And uh, I I listened to some of the podcasts where we talked about some of the results. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, that was really good. Really good stuff. Yeah. You're going to be in charge yeah. of all this in a month. So. I know, I know. And then I'll be the guy that'll be like, did <laughs> no, I, did I dial up? Did I not tell you're you? You're not this? in charge of you're not in charge of anything. Right. Remember that. Delegate as the leader, you're in charge of nothing. <laughs> you're yeah. responsible for the outcome. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Different. yeah, but you should be in charge of nothing. I'm okay. in charge of nothing. Right. That's why when they, when when BFib says, "Well, are the results out there?" I have no idea. Right, right. That's not my job. Yeah, and that's I. Uh, and, and if there, I should do a better job looking for him too. But I, you know, anyway. Good I just stuff. know who to ask. Right, yeah, perfect. Right. You know, yeah. I learned in, in, in when I was learning medicine in PA school, we're all worried about different things. And our one of our doctors teaching us, he said, the most important thing is to know where to look it up. That's because we're not going to yeah. know everything. We, we, you know, whatever area specialty you work in, your expertise, you'll learn a, learn a lot about that. Right. But you just got to know where to look it up. Got to know who to ask. Who, uh, who to contact, Chris? yeah. Yeah. Got to phone a friend, man. I do that a lot of work. That's that's where yeah. I, that's, <laughs> that's half the battle. You need to talk to this guy. You need right. to talk to this yeah. guy. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. 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 And you know what happens if you give uh, Helmet uh, an idea? The same thing that happens at church. What happens at church if you come up with an idea? You're, no. in, you're in charge of it. Yeah, great idea. When are you going to yeah. start it? You're in charge of it for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a well, great... what sort of resources can I provide to right. get that done? Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like Pastor Harry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I you know because I then I knew I knew the answer before I even typed the first letter. I don't know if you remember this, but I texted you a couple months ago. I said, "How about an F three cruise?" Yeah. <laughs> before yeah, I even typed the I, first letter, I know what he's going to say. Yeah, and it, we all yeah. told you what he was going to say when the idea came up at cafeteria that one day. Was, right. was it consistent? Was I consistent? Absolutely. Good. Okay. Good. Free You're free to leave. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a great thing you should do. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, and my comment was, well, I got to have back surgery first and recover, so I still have that excuse. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We got. When I'm no longer Nantan here, maybe I can do something like that. Mm, mm. The dangerous part is I got to get the right guy to handle money because I, I do you do not want me handling money. Fair. So that's that's the tricky part. <laughs> he'll he'll lose it. But, <laughs> lose it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Speaking of the SLT and all that stuff, uh, what's what's the vision going forward? What's next? What's the hot you know new hot thing for the SLT or for the nation? Both. Oh man. Well, so for the SLT. Um, there actually is a little bit of change coming soon. And by the time guys hear this, they may hear about it. So, you know, uh, you're getting some privileged information here, gentlemen. Um, but I say that as though, could you name all the members of the SLT right now if you had to? I, I, could, I could get some of them. I could probably get some You might be able to get there. I see GMO, uh, yeah. Hello Kitty, uh, Spur, yeah. Be- Beans. Yeah. Beans, is he on there? Beans, yeah, yeah. Beans, yeah. B- Bono. Expansion. Yeah, Bono. Yeah. No, don't, ask okay, me, right. don't ask me the areas they're in charge of. <laughs> no, 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 the fact that you could name them is pretty good. I struggle with that. We've had so. a bunch of those guys. On and the, uh, on the what's podcast. his name? Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, I forgot his name. Oh, no. He's out in Seattle. Uh, he was the weasel shaker. Yeah, Gobbler. Gobbler. Does he pick take yeah. another role now? He did, yeah. So there's kind of, and this might be somewhat interesting, I don't know, but uh, there's kind of, uh, there's, F3 incorporated, if you will, or F3, uh, you know, the big, you know, on paper F3, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Slaughter's world, right? Mm-hmm. So Slaughter's the CEO. Uh, and, he, and so now he works with, you know, Gobbler is kind of his COO. Uh, Bing out of uh, uh, yeah. uh, 
uh, Lakewood Ranch, you know, wherever down yeah, down that away. Suncoast, Suncoast. baby, yeah. yeah. Suncoast. Um, but uh, yeah, down to Suncoast, you know, he's he's kind of the CMO, you know, chief marketing guy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, TML uh, out of Metro is still working as our, our chief financial guy, right? So, and then there's Snap Fade that takes care of foundation and, and uh, you know, also, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, Scratch and Win reports up in, into that as well. So that's kind of the, you know, if you will, sort of like the business side, yeah. you know, the part that, that, that worries about the um, things like, you know, grow rucks and podcasts and gear and they, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, well, we've got to have a contract with a gear provider. Well, who's going to negotiate that? Well, it ain't going to be me. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Right. So, you know, <laughs> right. That's, that's slaughter and gobbler's job. Right. You know, yeah. so stuff like that. Right. So they're, they're the, kind of the, the centralized side, if you will, like, you know, there's just enough there to sort of keep the glue and moving and stuff. And then there's sort of the nation side and the nation has its own SLT. Um, and we're sort of the decentralized side We're you know, we're in charge of nothing. Um, mm-hmm. we can't come and revoke your charter. We can't, uh, you know, right. I mean, we're in charge of a lot of things that are, are, but in charge of nothing, right. right all at the same yeah. time. Uh, and so that's, that's that group, right. So that's me and GMO and Bono and, and, and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Bono actually is, is getting ready to hand off. Uh, he's the head of leadership development, um, which kind of takes in like education and, and, um, some of those kinds of things. And so he, he spends a lot of time, um, on what we call our stuff worth trying manual, uh-huh. right? So if you go to, if you've ever been there, I don't know, but if you ever go to stuff worth trying.com, um, you know, we're, we're trying to, and we're, we're revamping it. It's, it's, it is quite the undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make that a, a resource where you could look up anything F3 that you could dream of. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's some, and somewhere in there you can find the reason, you know, you can find the answers. Right. So it's like kind of this ultimate, uh, F3 database that you could try stuff, you know, yeah. like, ah, I think I'd like to, you know, know how, or like, how, how do I start a foundation? Oh, we, you know, we have an answer for that. Or yeah. what should I do if I'm the site queue? Hold, hold tight. We have an answer for that, you know, like, and, and it's just like, Hey, ultimately the answer is figure it out. Whatever yeah. works best for you on the ground where you are. Right. That's the answer. But in the absence of knowing exactly what to do, eh, this is stuff worth trying. Right. So he, he spends a lot of time on it. She's getting me to hand off his role to a guy named Camo out of Katy, um, Texas. Camo, uh, we, we interviewed yeah, Camo. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So Camo, fantastic dude. Super, super sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll, so he's getting ready to hand off to him. So that's, that's the administrative change that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as kind of the vision of, of the nation, uh, on the administrative side of the house, you know, on the, on the ink, Side, if you will, on, the, on you know, as far as kind of the centralized functions and things, mm-hmm. uh, I know that we're continuing to look at at uh, grow rucks and how do we get those, you know, to be more plentiful. How do we try and do those in innovative ways? Things like grow run, you know, those. yeah, we're doing one, one of those in the fall, I think, right? Yeah, I believe that's right, and uh, yeah. I think we're doing it down in New Orleans. Um, oh, that'd be or, awesome! I think that's right. Yeah, My yeah, it should be good, right? VM wants to visit New Orleans. Oh, there you hmm. go, brother. Wheels are spinning now. Yeah, dial up some runners. I mean, if you if you accidentally yeah. <laughs> combine the trip, oh, sorry, honey. But since we're here, um, <laughs> oh, I didn't but, know uh, this was going on. They, there's uh, some interesting places they can go on that grow rug. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So you know, there's there's some some uh, thoughts and things about how do we how do we continue to come up with new resources and new ways to invite men to be invigorated, to be better leaders, right? So we're spending a lot of time thinking about what resources we can provide, how we can create things, and, and so on and so on, stuff like that. 
When I think, though, of, of the vision that I have for the nation and what I would really love to see, um, you know, it's easy to point to a number mm-hmm. and say, oh, you know, it'd be great if we had a million guys. I don't know if it'd be great if we had a million guys or not. I really don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, it might be great at, at 100,000. I, I don't know. Okay. Right. I, I think that what would be great, though, is if every man, every single one, that comes in contact with F3 that does a workout and that kind of thing. Right. So we're going to, we'll say it's the Mm 65,000. If every one of those guys could truly internalize, right. Not just show for a workout, but really internalize and understand what they're here for, you know, why they really came, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you came to not be fat. Sure. Okay. There's lots of ways to do that. Right. You didn't have to come here to do that. And even if you came here once, you didn't have to stay. Yeah, You know, there's something about what we're doing that you have to recognize is different. And it's not just that it's free mm-hmm. because you could do the free thing on your own. Yeah. Right. You could figure that out. You're a smart guy. Right. You're here for something else. There's something else about this that works. And part of it is, yes, it's the fellowship and, and all of that stuff. But I really believe to my soul that it is the fact that leadership in our world particularly in our country, uh, is in a, we're at a crossroads. We are in a cycle of our society where leadership from men Mm -hmm. is absolutely crucial. It is critical. And we are failing miserably on the whole, on the whole, not us personally, but as a society, we are failing. And I believe that, that that's why men are attracted here. I think that's why men see something different and go, you know, whether I really want to admit it to myself or not, I know I'm supposed to be in that fight. Yeah. And so my, my dream is I don't really care if we hit 250,000 men. I think it's wonderful. It's a good goal. And, I, and, and I'm sure we'll hit it at some point, And I think it's awesome. But what I really want is I want 60,000 men, whatever the number is right now, of the most equipped, most dedicated men to the cause of invigorating male community leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Of pulling other men out of the, the dark cloud, the dark cloud of sad clownism, right? Mm-hmm. And, and saying, hey, you can be more, mm-hmm. right? It is time, my friend, for you to stand on your two feet, to look forward, to stop believing all the BS stories that you told yourself, stop believing all the garbage that your parents, you know, programmed into your head when you were little mm-hmm. that shouldn't be believed anymore. Some of it should, some of it shouldn't, you know, depending on how you grew up, right? Um, stop to, to look at the society as a whole and how it degrades in, in, in pretty much every aspect, right? And to look at all that and say, not here, mm-hmm. not now, not on my watch. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we want. That's what I want. I want men dedicated. I want to believe it. And so we spend, we're spending my, that's where I'm spending all my time. Right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. That's really good yeah. stuff. You know, I, it kind of kind of uh, brings up a question that I posed to dial up first. On Wednesdays, we do a stole it from Katie, Texas, and we talk to Camo, but 30 for 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do that on Wednesdays. So for those that don't know, about a 30-minute workout and then a discussion topic, we spend about 30 minutes. That includes the circle of trust at the end and that kind of stuff. But uh, but I, a question that I came up with, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose it to you, Helmet. Um, kind of along the lines you just spoke about. 
So how do you define masculinity? So I'll, I'll I, tell I know you. I hit you on the spot with this. I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. So I'll tell you, I, I tend to lean toward the way that we define it as F3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is as courageous love. That's good. Yep. Courageous love. I think, I think true masculinity is, uh, well, uh, if you'll indulge me, mm-hmm. uh, like as if you'll give me one second, uh, and you can cut this part out, I guess, if you need to. Because well, that's okay. It gives me a chance to drink my iced tea. Oh, perfect. I, that's, that's really what I was shooting for in the, yeah, in the big scheme. Which, yeah, no which, problem. Which of the buttons that Spielberg has pre-programmed does the cricket sound? Exactly. Right? I, I can yeah. start hitting some. Yeah. <laughs> so sort of like a maybe a snoozing, uh, sort of yeah. you know, snoring person or sure. something. What, as, let's, as we let's, go through let's, this. let's play a game while he's looking. What do you think? What color? I'm going with yellow. I can tell you it's not red or green. I'm going with yellow. Right, yeah. What's red or green? Oh. No, that's not it. No, that's not <laughs> that's it. just Try again. Try again. That was perfect, though. Yeah, that worked. That's yeah. not it, but that's good. <laughs> Pretty much that's defines good. what we're doing right now. All right, we'll stop. Uh, I love it. We got to narrow down to turquoise, pink, and the other purple, and orange. All right, so. There you go. Um, so here, here's what I think. This is what I think masculinity uh, sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Masculinity is influence. Right. It is persuasion, but it is persuasion in this way. Uh, Long suffering, Mm -hmm, gentleness, mm -hmm. meekness, kindness, love, unfeigned love, like not faked. Mm -hmm, Right. Right. Uh, And and pure knowledge. Right. So knowing the important things. Right. Those are the things that I look at and say, yeah, that's that's what being a man is. It is being influential and persuasive. But by doing it through long suffering, gentleness, meekness, love, kindness, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Boy, that's what a real man is. You hit on a lot of the uh, fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Oh, I wonder Especially why it took me a minute to find this list. <laughs> 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 For those who don't really know, how, yeah. just Google yeah, it. Fruits so, of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it ain't tough to see. It depends on which translation is whether or not you get the exact what I said. Right, or something exactly. else. But, no, it'll be dang close. It'll be dang close, right? Yeah. There's nothing but new I, under I, the sun. You might get some more vowels and uh, they's. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a KJV, so you got to forgive me, right? You know, I can't help myself. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Yeah. No, I think I yeah. think that's something our society obviously is struggling with right now, right? Yeah, how to so, define masculinity yeah. and uh, well, heck, we can barely define what a man is, much uh, less what masculinity would be. Yeah, right? about it. yeah, exactly, exactly. I, you know, I think I my, most well-meaning and and uh, most people in America are kind of on the same page, but there's a very loud minority and powerful. Yeah. Well, the problem really is that the minority has terrified the majority. They're they're yes. terrorists, right? They're hostage takers. Yeah. Right. And so we sit and we've allowed ourselves to be taken hostage on the whole. Right. Yeah. Right. I say, and this is what I've said all along, come cancel me. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. Please. Right. I yeah. Bet you. Come cancel me. Yeah. Yeah. There's the fear of my, I, I, I could lose my job, you know, right. Good. Uh, Take my job. Yeah. You can have it. If that's, if that's what it takes, go for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's just, you're absolutely right though. Dial up. Yeah. I mean, it, there, they, it, many people have made it very difficult to not even, I don't even want to speak against anybody. Yeah. I, I'm not even allowed to say what I believe right. about yeah. myself. Yeah. 
uh, you know, for fear of retribution. Yeah. Right. 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 I, yeah. I have moments of fear every once in a while where like, I'll say something and like, it's, it's just one of those like sayings that you, that you have. I, th- I don't know whether I ever mentioned on here. Like I used the term barn burner one time and I was like, Ooh, where did, where did that phrase originate? And like, <laughs> right. right. And I had that Is moment. Bad? Of, I don't know. <laughs> and like, and I said it in a really public place, right. With like uh-huh. you know, yeah. a couple hundred people heard it. And then I'm like, Oh crap. Like where, where does that phrase originate? And I had like I had to look it up really quick, and I'm like, you know, thank goodness I'm safe because you know it's one of those things that like so often you you say the wrong thing and you you have no idea like you you oh yeah you, you don't mean it in any negative way. It's just a term and it's used to describe something, but you have no idea the origins of it. Right. You go oh, yeah. along, right? And the next thing you know, it's like oh, oh wow, you know this person's losing their job, right? Or they're you know they're they're getting fired, yeah. uh, whatever it might be. And uh, yeah. I was good. Yeah. Barn burner was was not a. Uh, it's an okay. It was oh, an good. okay term. Yeah, thank goodness. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's the world we live in. Well, you know me. I um, <laughs> you've had some good ones lately. I've tendency to not care, and yeah, I don't mean any harm to anybody. Yeah, but Go, you know, going back to your 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 comments on on leadership too, and I, yeah, maybe I should be quiet. I won't though. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I keep saying over and over again. You know, to to me. It can't be more pronounced than if we look at the candidates that we have in general in our elections, right? I know. Am I going to go there? Shame on me. But like, you you're, you're going to make me go there. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so I'll I'll, I'll go over. To, what, what do you think? Defense, right? You know. To me, that's. I keep saying it's like you know. To me, it just it it just speaks volumes to how poor leadership. Is as a, you know, as a state in the United in the United States, that like these are the best candidates we got. You know, these last two times. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry to, if I'm taking like anybody off. Guys are hating. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. neither one of them has. Uh, they both have what's got like a thirty uh, percent approval yeah, rating and like right. a forty-two percent. Right. Like really, yeah. okay, so this, yeah, like this, this is what we got right. Like, that's what I yeah. say to people on the other side of the aisle. I'm like, you know, shouldn't you? Should, you, know, you should be embarrassed. That's the best that you can put forward, and like we should be embarrassed. This is the best we could put forward. Like, wow, it's it's. It's it's a sad state, but you're right. Let's let's fix it. Yeah, yeah you let's, know it's interesting though. We, I you look back in history, and I'm not an expert, but um, things were worse than this, and maybe not in exactly the same way. But you think about the Civil War. And, I mean, we're not killing each other, right? True. You think about the yes. great the Great Depression and World War Two, sure. and I mean, uh, in the in the was it the late sixties? In this, I watched the movie Jesus Revolution yesterday with my wife, and so how was that? You know what? It's really good. I'm I, excited I, to watch. That. I really watch liked it, it. and uh, and it's all based on true stuff, right? So, uh, and and true characters. Basically, a biography. Of this guy Greg Laurie, who uh, who pastors a large church out in California, right where he started in the movie. But it was the Jesus Revolution back in the '60s. Vietnam's going on. And stuff. Mm. But mm-hmm. you know, Vietnam was going on, and that was a bad time, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not saying one way or another are, about. Are whether you telling me cup half full? It's not half empty. Dial up. I'm saying? saying. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, and maybe maybe it won't happen this time, but leaders seem to emerge during these events yeah. throughout our history. Yeah. And my, my hope and prayer is that that's what happens Absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. Let's go. No, I, you don't have to hope and pray about it. It's a 100% guarantee, I think, these days. Yep. I really do. And that's why I said, you know, this, we're in a cycle of history where this is what's needed. Yeah. Yep. And... You know, we just have to be the guys that are sitting here now talking about it, right? Yeah. And my dream, my goal, and this is part of why I, you know, I say things like, well, I want to get on, 
you know, the Joe Rogan podcast, or I want to get on these other things or do you, you know, have these big platforms or whatever. Right. It won't make me famous. Uh, or if it does, it's by accident. Right. What, what I want is because whoever it is, that's going to stand up and, and be the guy that, that says, Hey, follow me. We're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. I want his logo on, on his chest. Yeah. Or I want our logo on his chest. Yep. What did I say? You know what I meant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I want our logo on his chest. Yes. I want him leading in a way that I believe is virtuous. Oh, I awesome. want him leading in a way that I believe is, is true and honest yeah. and good yeah. and meek and kind and with love and right. long suffering. Right? right. That's, that's how I want him to be leading. And I believe that that's what F3 teaches men to do. Yep. Whether they, whether they subscribe to our faith tradition, right. you know, my personal one or not totally irrelevant it means nothing that these, these things, these characteristics, I think are found in every faith tradition that you could look for, mm-hmm. right? Nope. There's very few that really, truly that are honest to goodness faith traditions that, you know, that look and go murder everyone, uh, <laughs> you know, and burn everything, you yeah. know, like that's nobody's like most of the time, like that's, that's not what's happening. Right. They're right. saying, Hey, look, be, be Christ-like, be good, yeah. you know, be a good person. Right. That's, yeah. that's what we want. And I want those guys knowing what we stand for and how we are, because I think that's, what's going to move the ball forward. I don't want a corrupt man being able to stand in that spot. Amen you know? to that. Some strong leader is going to come and take it. Yeah. Right. Some strong leader is going to step into the void. Yes. And it better be one of us. How right. awesome. Better the, be one of us. The first presidential debate where a guy has an F3. <laughs> That'd right? be great. Like, how, how well, cool could that be? This is, this is a good opportunity for me to go ahead and announce my candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go. Let's go. And I'm not wearing a lapel pin. I'm wearing the full, like, I'm coming in with a ruck on yeah. and a t-shirt on, and we're yeah. gonna debate like that. Let's go. Hey, do, yeah. do you need a do you need a uh, a running mate? I, I'm good at doing nothing. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dallas gonna do all the work. We're just gonna That's be right. faces. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's the it's uh, the dark helmet defib ticket. All right, I'll be putting out the lawn signs. Right, boom, boom, Locking, going door to door, old school style. Hey, vote for dark and helmet. You know what I would do? Right? I'm just getting off the. Well, we're off the rails. Think of the, the way, but, think of the ad campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> like we could like have some really good stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, it'd be great. Yep. Yeah, I said ad campaigns, campaign ads. I guess that's Whatever. actually that's what I meant. All the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And it's a little of both, right? Yeah, if I if I were running for office, I would just say I, whatever I could think of from my past that someone might dig up during me. I just tell it right up front. Well, here's what I did. Yeah. So yeah. When, when you go digging for it, here's what I did. Yeah. Get it out. In front. I smoked. I inhaled. <laughs> I drank the bong water. Right. Whatever. It's like. <laughs> now what? Now what are you going to say? Nothing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. It's kind of yeah. like Eminem in uh, his uh, the movie. What is it? Eight Mile. Right. Yeah. I never watched the, the final rap battle. He, he leaves the guy speechless because he basically just like spits out like all the all the dirt in his life and how horrible he is where he grew up and and yeah. and because that's what they've been doing like the rappers have been making fun of you know him mm-hmm. and so he uh. basically just lays it all out there and then so the other guy goes to answer him in his rap battle and he's got he's got nothing because Eminem got just nothing. put it out there and said yeah. here it is took it know, all away here right here's my story yeah, yeah. you, you got you nothing go. on me and and he ends up winning at the end so. You haven't seen that? Well, and, and since most movies are true to life, yeah. I think we'll be in. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Who would have thought we'd be talking about Eminem in 8 Mile? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I told you we're off the rails now. That's okay, though. We're, we're okay. good. We're good. It's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, for me, I think I mentioned this multiple times in the past, but um, I, about three years ago, decided I'm not going to pay attention to the news anymore. I'm not going to watch social media. I mean, I kind of know what's mm. going on, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't do me any good because it's just propaganda most of the time. And, um, 
and everybody's got a, you know, it's a, everything, every day there's a crisis, you know, breaking oh, news and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So it doesn't do me any good. It just makes me more you know, upset when I do that, when I look at that stuff. But what I decided, I, the difference I can make is right here in my community by doing something like planting a shovel flag and starting F3. And every so that's, yep. you know, All the time. for the guys exactly that are listening right. out there, go, go make a difference. Right. Amen. All right. I got one last question for you. Um, I've asked you, I asked you the question last time, what's your message for the men of America? And just listen to this podcast and last one, you'll know what the message is. Season one, episode 12. That's right. <laughs> Season one, episode 12. But one question I'm, I've come up with now that I ask everybody, I didn't ask you is, yeah. uh, if you were to uh, name somebody, you know, it could be somebody from the distant past or currently a relative of future, a famous leader or whatever, who, that would, you would say inspires you as your hero, motivates you, who would that be? Hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of easy ones that you can toss up, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, so it's easy to say like Abraham Lincoln or something like that, but I didn't know him personally. Right. You know, I know what, what I see and what's reported on and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Uh, I think there's some danger sometimes in, in meeting your heroes. Right. Yeah. I would hate to be horribly disappointed Just, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, by meeting Abraham Lincoln and being like, Oh, you're kind of a turd, you know, right? <laughs> 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 be terrible. Um, so uh, I don't, I don't, I get where the question's coming from. I don't always, uh, you know, participate well in the thought experiment. Right. But I'll say this, uh, the men who, who I look at and there are many of them still alive and, and many of them that I, I associate with on a regular basis. Um, and I, I hesitate to say it cause it, it'll sound uh, a little too, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, I, I already, I already know them. I already meet them. Mm-hmm. I talk to them all the time. You know, they're, they're the guys on my SLP. They're, they're you guys. They're, you know, uh, dread, you know, the, the best mentor I could possibly have, have dreamt of. Right. They're men in my past who, who poured into me and helped me make decisions at critical times in my life. You know, those are the men that I want to associate with. I, sure, we all have heroes. I have tons of heroes, yeah. right. Guys that I look at and go, man, wouldn't it be amazing? Like to have, have lived, I don't know if it would have been amazing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So I, I kind of stick it to, you know, what, what's happening right now. And I look at the, those men and I'm inspired by those men more than I am by, by a lot of the ones in the, in the past. So see, this is why he'll be successful at running for president. Yeah. Very diplomatic well answer. That was really good. Was like, <laughs> he answered it without answering it. <laughs> the, the, the truth is funny like that. Ethan. It's always good, baby. And the no, fact, good. The fact checkers really good. would have nothing to comment on. Right. right, right. Well, he, didn't, he didn't lie. He didn't. Like. <laughs> Helmet 2024. <laughs> Not too late. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any other questions? Dylan? No, just this was, this was good. Yeah. Just a little different flavor from our, uh, normal uh structure for our podcast but it was a uh, good great great content always always a pleasure having you on well always a pleasure to be with you guys i really I'm, i mean that I, i'm you know i couldn't i could not live out my mission without other men seeking to do the same right mm-hmm. that's that's what i'm here for that's what i exist for uh f3 could not spread without men like you doing this work like it's it's all it's all important we all play our part we all do our role and, and i'm i'm grateful every day grateful every day uh, that you guys are doing what you're doing. I really am. Yeah, well, it's fun for us. We say it multiple times, but um, you know, we don't make any money, obviously. But uh, but if nobody listened to us, we'd still do it because we just love meeting guys and talking to them like this. Yeah, it's right? good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best yeah. thing. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Leave here every time. Yeah. Inspired, motivated. Um, yeah. Sometimes 
feeling inadequate. Yeah, right? yeah, some, yeah. Just some of the stuff yeah. the guys are. It's not around. a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't figure out you're better than me, then you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, just some of the some uh-huh. of the stories that we've heard. You know what guys have overcome oh, sure. and the stuff that they've yeah. started. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you Crazy, know, right? On on their own, or, or you know, or, or inspired and felt motivated to do it, encouraged through F three, just yep. amazing, amazing stuff for sure. Yeah, you know, the guys yeah. that run the uh, the Need for Speed, did they ever find the chariots that were stolen? Uh, no. Yeah, somebody no, stole those yet. things. Yeah, dang, that's yeah. Just... They stole a, stole five chariots in the back of the big trailer, yeah. uh, out of the storage unit or storage like you know area. Yes, uh, where it was. And, and uh, they they've managed to rearrange some things. The guys down in Georgia actually had a number of chairs, you know, the speed team chapter down there. So they've mm. kind of rearranged some things, and they're able to still service uh, some races and stuff up here. But yeah, I don't. It's been two weeks, I think, yeah, right. since that happened, and uh, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not optimistic they're gonna yeah. recover those, unfortunately. But that's one of those things. Um, just like why, right? Yeah. Like what? Well, you know what? They had no idea what they were getting. They saw a big trailer, and yeah. they thought. ATV, or they thought tools, or they thought something they could pawn. Oh, they took the whole you know, trailer. Oh, they the whole thing. Oh, uh, wow. Just, wow. Just the whole, so they had no idea what was in the trailer. They just drove off with the trailer. Oh, I see. My assumption is that whoever was supposed to put the lock on the on the hitch or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know if they Oops. even have one, but yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I forgot to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they had no idea what they were getting. <laughs> they opened up the door and it. like, what are these? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. They're like, you ready for the big score, boys? What? I don't even know what to do with it. Right? It's like right. storage wars, right? With like a right. bummer of a locker. Oh, well. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a bummer, though. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, back. I um, Thank you for, for spending the time with us. Uh, I really appreciate uh, everything that you do uh, for the nation, man. You know, it's awesome. And, you know, I couldn't think of a better guy uh, to be president of F3 or of our country at the moment. So, um, Helmet, 2024. Yeah. Don't forget me. Actually, maybe twenty twenty, dude. This could this could take off as even just a write in campaign. You know, I think right? I could. I think I think I could outdo Kamala in a debate. I think I could. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> today's yesterday was tomorrow's. There. Just don't cackle, <laughs> cackle and laugh. We are definitely uh, not going there. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though. He, he but get, I'll just say that he you have get, children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just after three nation. Like think of how many thousands of votes he could get as a write in. Yeah, right. Candidate. Like yeah. here we go. Here it is. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, brother, God bless you. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, yeah, we'll just do it again next year. Sounds good. Episode, Love it. Episode ten next Anytime. time. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse things here now. So you go find drop throw mess up his hair. Done. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's from D Fib. That's right. That's right. All right, buddy. Have a good night, man. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high-impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week. And you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.